We're talking real money. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Tom Cock. Don McDonald is taking one last Saturday off until he's going to have to work every Saturday from now until the end of time. So Don's not here. I'm here. And you're out there trying to figure out what to do with your money, how to handle it, how to make more of it, how to avoid making mistakes. So this is where the phone comes into play because you can call 855-935-TALK. 855-935-TALK. That is 8255 for those of you who are phone challenged, as I am. And I will do the best I can to answer all of your questions regarding money. 855-935-TALK. And maybe you heard the big news this week if you're a mutual fund investor, which I am. I think mutual funds for most of us really make sense. Rather than buying individual securities, stocks, or individual bonds, mutual fund buys you a lot of those, should do it at a reasonable cost. You get professional management. You can buy a particular type of equities or bonds that you want to own pretty easily. And the good news is in 2017, 2017, the the cost of those mutual funds and ETFs, exchange-traded funds, which are like mutual funds, except you can trade them during the day, the cost dropped by 8%. 8%, and they, they say that's about $4 billion with a B in fees saved in 2017. Now, of course, if you use the funds that we recommend on this show at Vanguard, for example, you're already paying very low fees, but this is great news. The average cost of a U.S. mutual fund and ETF decreased to 0.52%. I still see many funds where people bring portfolios to us that, that are more than 1%, and people pay commissions, front-end commissions, back-end commissions, all kinds of fees that yeah, they really don't know that much about. And that brings me to your responsibility as an investor. Do I think you should use mutual funds for most of us? Sometimes there might be a reason to own a bond ladder or maybe CD ladder, but generally for most of us, mutual funds really do make sense. Should they be actively managed mutual funds or passive or index style? Well, you know, if you listen to the show that we think the passive or index style makes sense. The research shows there is no one to see the future well enough to actively manage and make more than what the market's provided. And the market has provided very, very well, by the way, for a long time. But what about your responsibilities? If the industry truly is reducing fees, has reduced fees, what should you be doing? Well, you need to know how much you're actually paying. And I'm going to pick on you here, even though I love you, because so many of you come to our office and I get the opportunity to meet you. And it, honestly, it's the, the favorite thing. I had a great conversation with a listener on Friday that doesn't need our help. He's just going to set up a Roth IRA at Vanguard and get on with his life. But so many of you don't know what you're paying others. You don't know, yes, what the mutual fund expenses are. You don't know what you're paying your advisor. Is it fee-based? Is it fee-only? Are there commissions involved? How much am I paying for annuities? You really haven't had the t- spent the time to find that out. You've trusted people or you heard something from a friend or you read something that said, I should invest this way. 
and then you trusted somebody else. You just gave them the money and you didn't really read. And I think you have a responsibility. For example, you get either a monthly or a quarterly statement from the people managing your money, taking care of it, or you can go online. You should read that and you should understand how much you are paying in mutual fund fees. If you have an advisor, how much you're paying that advisor and how you're actually paying them. Some of them, as I said, will call themselves fee-based. That means they can charge you an asset charge, right? A percentage of the assets they manage. And in some cases, they can then sell you a product in addition to that that has a commission. You need to know really how much you're paying. And you should get that, by the way, in writing if you have an advisor that's doing this. They should write that down and sign it. You should have an agreement that says it. You need to know what the taxes are on all of this, how the, what the consequences of owning certain things in certain accounts, and very few of you have paid attention to that. And then, and our guest will talk a little bit about this in just a couple of minutes, what this all means to your portfolio, how much money are you actually making? Because this is another area I see regularly where people come into our office and they have no idea how much money they've made in the last few years, a lot of years, how they're invested. And then back to this whole aspect of how much they are paying others. How much are you paying? What do you think is reasonable? How are you paying your broker or your advisor or your mutual funds? We'll help you get to the bottom of all that. So that's why we're here today. And let me give you the telephone number again, 855-935-TALK. That's 855-935-8255. We're, we're, we're glad to have a couple hours on Como today. There's no more football, I guess. Well, let's listen to the news uh, for the moment. And then we're going to be one hour on KVI. So three great hours. And just ahead, we'll introduce our special guest as we continue on Talking Real Money. All right, let's get this break out of the way really quickly. If you're looking for an investment advisor, you need a fee-only, 100% fiduciary, low-cost, science-based advisor. And that describes Vestory. If you'd like to learn more about us, it's really easy. Go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or give us a call at 800-386-3004. 800-386-3004. There, that wasn't so bad. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. The show about your dough every Saturday here to help you make more of it, keep more of it, avoid costly mistakes, figure out, am I getting treated fairly? All of that right here every Saturday, 855-935-8255. And we actually answer your questions. That's right. You don't have to call us back Monday at the super secret number to find out the re- We're going to actually give you the help you need. 855-935-8255. I had lunch with a dear friend yesterday, uh, a guy that uh, that I used to work with, who I think the, he, the work he's done is incredible. He's been a friend for, gosh, I don't know, like 25 years now, which I, I truly value. But he during the conversation, he said, you know, I'd love to write this book on and ask people the three most important phone calls you ever made or received and ask everybody and put those down. It made me think about one of the phone calls that I made that, that truly did change my life because the guy I made the phone call to is here in the studio. I called him up 
and uh, it was it was a long time ago about uh, radio advertising. This goes back also about thirty years. And we began a friendship. We began uh, working together, and uh, I was lucky enough to go to work for him for many years. And I'm lucky enough still to have him uh, be uh, somebody that we still do work with. We'll be up on the stage together next weekend. He is an educator, still writing, heading towards 300 articles now posted at marketwatch.com. Still speaking, just did an engagement this week at uh, Bainbridge Island. As I mentioned, he will be up on the stage next Saturday in Everett at Retire Meet. My pleasure to uh, have one of the three phone calls that I list among the absolute most important in my life, Paul Merriman. Tom, it is absolutely a pleasure to be here. You were fun to work with. You were an amazing teacher for me because I had no idea how to do this kind of stuff. And you taught me. I'm not oh, talking about kind. investing. I'm talking about talking. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. I was yeah, a right. bad talker. And you taught me how to be uh, a good talker. Kind. But that's thanks. Kind. Thanks yeah. for everything. No, it's been great. And, of course, as I said, you can still read Paul. Paul's still writing at Market Watch. He founded the, the terrific firm Merriman, which is just down the street here in Seattle, managing a couple billion dollars of money the right way. And uh, and you're still out talking to people. You, I, just, I love getting up in the morning and seeing the email of all the things you are educating people on it's just terrific but when when i was talking about the fee aspect which is which really is good news we want we want you to get a better shake from this industry no doubt about that but you pointed out correctly so that at the end of the day it should be about how much money people are making i mean and how few a few people really do kind of know because people do come in the office say i want to move my money from there to you guys because you're making more money and i always say well, how much money did you make, or how are you invested? Most people don't know those things. Well, and by the way, there's a fascinating study that's noted in Jason Zweig's book, Your Money and Your Brain. Uh, a study actually talked to or surveyed two groups of people that folks would think would be pretty doggone smart and understand numbers and all of that. It turned out that people overestimate their returns by about 4 to 5% a year. And that's this the re- goes along with the you know better than average driver, better yep, than average lover, it. all those same sort of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm feeling a little nervous, but uh, <laughs> well, but anyway, there's a lot of room here between lover, all of us. Yeah, but, you're but okay. But let me you know talk about what you really need to know about returns because you mentioned taxes. Yep. Fortunately, Morningstar has a page for every mutual fund that shows what the after-tax return and is. I'm, I'm going to stop you there for a moment. Morningstar is a service where you can go online. You can look at, kind of get an x-ray of any mutual fund, for example. You go to Morningstar.com. You simply type in the ticker that you own, and it'll show you what the fees are. It'll show you how you're invested. It'll show you performance. And you're saying it'll show you sort of after-tax performance then. And believe it or not, for what people think is the same kind of fund, I looked at one recently for Fidelity uh, versus a Vanguard, and it was about a 1% difference in after-tax return. Per year. Per year. Wow. I mean, this mounts up over time. And mm-hmm. The other thing that, that a lot of people don't know is that the operating expense of a mutual fund does not include the cost of all the turnover. And the what buying. is turnover? Well, the buying and the selling, mm-hmm. and, and, and that is a cost that's going to eat away at your return over a lifetime. And, and that's another reason to own an index fund, for example. Yes, exactly. Because they're not, they're, not, they're not waking up every morning and saying, let's overweight to Amazon. Well, that's a bad example. Let's overweight to uh, General Electric because yes. they've been doing something like that. Well, and 
And also, if you want to be real about the return, you have to consider inflation. That's a big, big item over time. And so the return, it's, it's, not, it's not exotic to understand, but you have to understand the moving parts and the things that can erode your return, which includes how you act. Forget about the fund. You also have at, uh, at Morningstar investor return this versus- is looking okay this is looking at the where the rubber meets the road how people that because you you can you can see all these fund ads that say hey if you bought this fund in 1989 you're rich now That's right. the problem is no one did it and held it for that period of time or bought it at that particular day very few investors make as much as the mutual funds that they own have made correct and that difference yes that's true and that difference can be as much as two percent a year and think about that if you're overpaying expenses if you're if you're overpaying in taxes and you're making less than what that mutual fund oh by the way it does not include loads when you see the morning star talking returns, about commissions here now yes exactly yeah. so all of these things are going to either help you or they're going to rob you of something that if you were smart, educated, you could take home for your family, not somebody else's. Yeah, support somebody else's retirement. 855-935-8255. We're here to answer any of your questions about uh, money. It doesn't have to be I own XYZ fund. I can remember Don McDonald do when he did his. He had he had the he had the little sheets there. He'd be going, "You own which fund?" He'd be peeling through. Oh, let's see. Oh, that's kind of high expenses, and you own a lot of this stock. You imagine that today? Me going through all these pages trying to do that stuff. So, what we want you to do is own index or index style funds. What we want you to do is truly be diversified. And diversification, by the way, doesn't always mean you make more money. Correct. Well, diversification actually should mean you make less money in the sense that if you happen to own a lot of Google, you probably look better than somebody who owned 500 companies in the S&P 500. But what we're looking for, the probability of success. And it turns out that index funds, because of their low expenses, because of their low turnover, because of their massive diversification, actually produce better rates of return in the long run than 90% of professional investment management people. Your opportunity to talk with Paul Merriman today, financial educator, advisor on funds, retirement, asset allocation, all of those things. Terrific and prolific author, 855-935-TALK. That's 855-935-8255. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're looking for a nice short podcast to tide you over between episodes of Talking Real Money, check out Money 30. Money 30 podcasts are between two and four minutes long, and they're available at every major podcast service, including Apple Podcasts, or you can visit money30.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Tom Cock. And I'm Paul Merriman. Oh, see, you got to do that again. And also in the room today is uh, Bill. Bill's birthday today. So I guess we had to bring him along. We're not singing, though. Uh, we're no, not yeah, singing. We get paid not to, Until actually. Until we're off so. air. Bill is uh, one of our advisors, He's and he's uh, the brains, like you, behind a lot of the thought that goes into how the money's actually allocated to markets. I'll put it that way. 
Would that be right? You know, it's true. And what's fun about talking to somebody who likes all those numbers, they're talking my language. Puts other people to sleep. But it's the basis of great decisions, as yeah, far is. as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I mean, and and uh, the fact is that you could just own an an S and P 500 index fund. That would be better than, by the way, a lot the way a lot of people invest, because a lot of people, as you just said, pay too much. They have active managed, et cetera. That, but it turns out that if you add in other types of stocks that you may not be familiar with because you don't know those companies or you may feel nervous about those have actually added return and reduced sort of the ups and downs of your investment. Let's put it that way. 855-935-8255 is our number. And Gary is kind enough to join us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, Gary. Hello there. Um, can you tell me how I can purchase real estate in a uh, 401. Well, so, IRA. yeah, so in an IRA, that's easy. In a 401k, it might be problematic because in a 401k retirement plan, you only can use the assets the employer makes available to you. I think it's a very small number of plans that have a thing called REITs in them, real estate investment trusts. This is a mutual fund that owns a lot of different real estate it's generally office buildings apartments commercial type of real estate however and we talked about this before the show there are many plans that don't have all of the things in them you need to own paul so you could go open an ira and own REITs or other what we call asset classes types of stocks in an ira go ahead paul well it's probably one of the most frustrating parts about trying to help people who have 401ks is the trustees have not taken the time to put together offerings that meet the needs of the majority of investors i will say about reits uh, and, and gary I, I suspect that what you're talking about is a piece of real estate that you have that you would like to get into that 401k correct well i've got a bunch of deferred compensation when I retire I'm going to transfer to my IRA my existing IRA yep okay you I also have income from a real estate contract that I'd like to put in there and a piece of property that I currently own that I'm going to sell on a contract here's what here's what you need to do there are and you can probably go online and find a firm that will do this I don't know the name of one off the top of my head but they will take these kinds of uh, alternative investments I'll call them yeah uh, and they non-traditional they, they charge a lot and and so you're gonna have to pay up to get that in there but for a lot of people that's that's a great way to get some assets but I will just mention that REITs uh, for decades have, have actually produced a better return than the S&P 500. I'm talking about an index of REITs. And they're underrated. You can go to Vanguard, by the way, and own the Vanguard REIT. That is VGSIX. One mutual fund holds thousands of companies that hold properties. VGSIX REITs, yes, and REITs should be part of a tax-deferred portfolio. You wouldn't want to own that in a... if you if you can avoid it in a taxable environment because you're going to be they got to shell out 90% of the dough every year and you're going to pay tax on that 
Well, and and by the way, there are a lot of asset classes that are 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 better in a taxable environment than they're going to be in a tax deferred. That's an important decision to make as an investor. What do you put in the in the IRA, the four hundred one k, and what do you put in the taxable account? Okay, and before we break for news here, I want to mention that next we had a few people turn back their tickets for next Saturday. I don't know what they're thinking. Because the NFL draft is over. We don't have an NBA team. I don't know. They found something. So we have a few tickets left for retire meet next Saturday in Everett, which is going to be huge. you got Paul Merriman there. you got Herb Weisbaum. you got Don, Don something. I always forget his last name. He's showing up. I'm showing up. we got all kinds of great stuff. It's a terrific event. It includes breakfast and lunch in case the talking isn't good enough. And you can get the tickets right now next Saturday in Everett at talkingrealmoney.com that's talkingrealmoney.com Tom and Don are talking real money Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. for a really great future. We're talking real money. And our telephone number is 855-935-8255-855-935-8255. I'm Tom Cock. And I'm Paul Merriman. Back again this week to help answer all of your questions. And I know we just talked to Gary briefly about this. That's more of an alternative type of uh, IRA investment because generally in an IRA you're going to have mutual funds, stocks, bonds, this kind of thing. But what you're talk, what he's talking about there is handing the money, giving up custody of your money. By the way, which is something that I struggle with because once you've done that somebody else has got that cash and there is a history i don't mean everyone certainly but of people losing those investments because the trust they put them into the the organization failed so you've got to make sure that you've got kind of triple a rated provider of that ability to put the real estate in there and by the way in terms of gary's situation because he sounded like he already had his wheeling dealing in real estate i got this property that property what he could do if he really likes real estate to balance some of that risk is have an ira and have a reit fund like the vanguard fund because there you're just getting kind of the returns of the commercial real estate market as opposed to making a bet on one particular location or particular property it's a different completely different situation for most people in their retirement accounts should they just be using target date funds? For most people, yes, actually, I think, Tom. I think it is probably the finest investment product ever developed because it takes care of the 90-plus percent of investors who wish somebody else would just take care of it and have it be somebody they can really trust. I mean, for example, when you go to Vanguard and you invest in a target date fund, you are part of one of the largest financial organizations in America with a spotless record. I do not know of one fine or penalty or uh, problem they've ever had with the SEC. Not one. Okay, now I'm married, so I don't use target date funds, but tell us what they are. 
Well, a target that was date, a bad joke, by the way. I, I Thank was trying you. to actually figure that, so. it out, but okay, it's 75. you got to think a lot. <laughs> There's a whole other part of that equation. Got I'm, it. I'm going to think about it over okay, dinner. Okay, all right. But, but the target date fund gives people what most people what they want. When you have a pension, the company puts money into a, a pool, and that pool is managed by professionals, and the employee never has to worry, not once, about that ability to have the cash flow come out of that pension and to fulfill the obligation that the company makes at retirement. And I know, and you do well, wait too— Wait a minute, I want to make sure I'm hearing you. You're saying if your money's in a pension, it's guaranteed. In most cases. All right. I in just most wanted, cases, okay. just yes. Because there's or, some teachers in, like, Oklahoma uh, and yep, other that's places. Right. To be that's right. Employees in Illinois. I mean, there's some people that might be questioning that a little bit. But I get gen- what you're saying is the money went there and is invested a certain way that should guarantee your income. And are there are airline pilots who are getting See, less than yep, they thought they were course. going to get. I mean, there yep. those technicalities. But the fact is... People who have pensions, kind of a guaranteed flow, they have great peace of mind in the accumulation period, and they have great, most of them, peace of mind in the distribution period. The target date fund allows you to say, I want to retire in 2065. And so you put your money. I'm hoping for that because that's only like 45 years. <laughs> right, right. Okay, got go. it. Yeah. But every month as you do your 401k contribution, or it could be an IRA, you are going to be invest. That money's going to be invested with the same kind of care and and, 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 and responsibility that you would hope you'd get with a pension fund. Not the idea is it matches funds. it up with, with your retirement date, if you will. What they think you should have in equities and what they think you Stocks, should have in yep. fixed income. And then as you get closer to retirement, there's a thing called a glide path. And you can actually look at that glide path for every target date fund, and it will show you at what age they're going to be adding more fixed income and bonds. And bonds and, being less risky than stocks, because bonds are like bring, an IOU. At, you know. And the volatility is yep. coming down, and, and, and so it's, it's moving as a pension would in terms of protecting the money so they have it to distribute the same thing with the individual no longer do you have somebody guaranteeing it's what your portfolio is going to be worth that you're going to be able then to create that cash flow and how a little inside baseball here but how do you like dimensional funds target date income funds which is a similar type i mean but the money there goes in and then is actually spent down i mean you're you're actually and most of it is in tips inflation protected securities we'll talk about that in just a minute get your opinion on that and we're here to help you 855-935-8255 yeah it's toll free number and we're here to answer all your questions absolutely free 855-935-TALK we'll be back with more on talking real money in just a moment tom and don are talking real money If you need help allocating your retirement plan at work, you can get free help at 401411.com. That's 401411.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And our telephone number for you to be part of the conversation. Here to help you every week, 855-935-8255. That's 855 935 
talk 8255 i'm tom cock paul merriman's over there don mcdonald is somewhere out still in new zealand his last few days before he gets back to the grind and what a grind it will be because next saturday he'll be joining all of us for retire meet in everett which you can still get tickets to because we had a few people that turned theirs back and so if you want to learn more about that you can actually go to retiremeet.com and uh, and sign up for those tickets because that's going to be a great day and we were talking i mean this is this is really for me the crux of investing most of us are investing for retirement most of us that you're setting the money aside because one day your your sort of human capital will be less valuable not yours apparently but mine <laughs> and uh and and so you're going to need income from not showing up every day doing the work so most of us are you know trying to set money aside for that and then you got to start paying yourself this is the this is where it really gets tough this is why annuity sales do so well i mean all these things it feels like i just give you the money and then you write me a check every month that's all i care about i just want to know the bills are paid um and so we're i was mentioning a product from dimensional funds that they have a similar it's a target date income fund the idea there that that uh, they're giving you some protection against inflation because a lot of it's invested in uh, a security issued by the government that's uh, that that, that uh, a bond that is issued that has inflation protection called tips but you in your in your notes uh, i read which i really enjoyed about one of your recent classes you talked about this critical topic of of how to create income in retirement, how to take your assets and turn it into into payments. I mean, give us a couple ideas there. Well, I mean, let's take the most basic situation where somebody has not saved enough, and they've got to squeeze everything they can out of uh, whatever they've saved. And for those people, it may be that an immediate life annuity. Now, there's that word that most of us in the industry don't like. The hives are already popping up, yeah. But an immediate life annuity is simply a pension fund. I mean, that's like a pension You're taking a bunch of money, you're handing it to an insurance company, they're paying you back with a modest amount of interest. And so what I want to make sure people understand is we want to keep the commission out of that process because the commission is going to reduce that monthly check and you can go to uh, Vanguard uh, and they have a a fine series of of immediate life annuities. I forget the insurance company they work with. but I don't remember right now, but USAA is another one that goes direct. And you can also go to a guy named Stan the Annuity Man. I think you mentioned him last week. You get a kickback or something? No, I am not. Stan I'm gonna watch your bank account. Make sure there's not some big transfer in Bitcoin to stand. So the old okay. Bitcoin, exactly. No, but 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 I want you to get that as inexpensively as you can. Particularly if the reason you're getting doing this is because you don't have enough. Okay, so, but so that's one. That's aspect. one. Okay. Now they got people who have oversaved. Those people have what I consider to be the the greatest financial uh, luxury, if you will, mm-hmm. in terms of retirement. Because now, when you've oversaved, you can afford to take out more than three or four percent of the total. Yeah, and what I do in the workshop that's coming up on May tenth. That's right. Is show people how to be able to take out five or six percent, but it has to start with the idea that you've oversaved, which means you need to really understand 
where you are in your life. A lot of people how much are, you're spending. Exactly. All I mean, the, the the bigger impacts of all this. Sure. And if people who are making this huge decision do not run their numbers by somebody who's a professional, I think it's one of the biggest mistakes they could make in their life because the difference between a three percent and a four percent and a five percent payout can be absolutely huge and can literally lead to running out of money before you run out of life. Now, I'm planning on taking out five, but I'm not going to start till I'm 70. Well, you I mean, see, I might only have 10 years. Who or, knows? Uh, I might have at five. At the best, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but you're right, Tom. This is why the discussion at the end of the day, I can educate people, and I don't get paid for it. All That's the work right. that I do is free, but I, the education is one thing. To be able to make the right decision, you better work with somebody who's a professional in this and understands all these moving parts. Because even the difference between having a portfolio that the equity portion is only the S&P 500 versus a more broadly diversified portfolio could, again, be the reason you'd run out of money. Because there are long periods where... The S&P doesn't do so well. Just like you mentioned, there are periods when small cap value doesn't do so well. These are so, smaller, undervalued, if you will, firms. Exactly. Okay. So, Can you name a few? Of the no. companies themselves? Yeah. I'm not supposed to. I don't think you can. No. Because nobody knows them. That's what I mean. Okay. I'm not okay. supposed to. I'm supposed to I name. I Domino's Pizza I, can, I read or something. I can so. say that DFA has a value, yeah. small value That's fund. True. Vanguard has yeah. one. Okay. Fidelity has one. T. Rowe Price has one. Yeah. That's all you need to know if you understand that what you're looking for. I was teasing you. Because you, you can name the sta- a lot of the Standard & Poor's 500 companies. I Because could. these are ones people you know. You, you, That's you, right. You shop there. I mean, is Amazon? Amazon's now the biggest, right? Well, uh, yes, but the but the oh. bottom line is is again, it's still such a small part of a total portfolio that it doesn't matter. Well, not mine. I got it all on Amazon since '99, but that's <laughs> yes. just me. Yes, I've heard that story because <laughs> it's up thirty percent a year since then. Yeah. Well, anyway, no, okay. So I'm I'm teasing you a little bit, but back to the income part. So. Getting what I what I'm trying. I'm, this is what I'm supposed to do in my counseling. Here's what I hear you saying. Well, good. Uh, <laughs> oh, number one, good. you number paid one. to learn that I, exactly. <laughs> number one, you should probably get somebody else, a professional, to look at this for you to make sure you're doing it right. Right. I think so. Okay. Number two, most of us are going to have to have exposed some of our money in retirement to stocks. It doesn't feel good, but most of us will. But here's one of the things I love. Even 20% in equities can be a life changer for people who what have What kind a, of what rate of return should I expect to have a portfolio of 20% in equities and 80% in fixed income? Well, the real answer is about 1% more per year that you would have gotten out of the fixed income. What oh. we can't know is what that fixed income is going to make. We do Not know... Not much today, Well, right? and over the last 48 years, it's, it, it's about... Seven percent. I know it's crazy. Okay, yeah. You, where can you get seven percent today? Well, if you're loaning to companies that make me nervous, or my kids, <laughs> they yeah. make me nervous too. No, but they pay another, me seven. They pay you seven. That's a good deal. <laughs> so I mean, so, but what you're saying is again, getting professional advice, having some exposure to stocks, and then I think the other part is actually having a plan and sticking with it. Because the other part, I, oftentimes people say, "Aha, this is what I'll do," and then next year. 
they got to buy the place in Mexico or get a new car. I'm picking on you. Uh, whatever it is, and they blow the plan out, right? They don't stick to the stick to stick to where they're supposed to be. And let me share one more idea that I'll that I'll cover. And I just love this table. If you could, of course, just, you do. Yes. If you could just save the first year's payout to, to meet your cost of living. Yeah. And and then invest the rest of the money, and not and just to have enough. You'd be amazed at how much more money you have and you leave to others if you can save that first year's payout. You you're really want to leave to others. My kids have been a huge burden. Time for me to be one to them. 855-935. I'm just kidding. 855-935-TALK. We'll be back with more here on Talking Real Money. Tom and Don are talking real money. We mention 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 throughout the podcast. But you need to know that you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your question, and those will be answered in special Talking Real Money podcasts that will appear on this particular site in the future. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, yours truly, Don McDonald, the guy you're hearing from, Paul Merriman, Herb Weisbaum. We'll be learning more about taking money out of your real estate holdings. Rick Gregorick on estate planning. All of that one great event next Saturday in Everett, Retire Meet North. We still have a few tickets because people have turned them back. So learn more and join us next Saturday. Go to retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.